Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi, guys. Welcome to the 30th episode of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. I've been thinking a lot about relationships in the last couple of months. Now, I haven't been able to see my parents because they're in a high-risk category, so they've been hunkered down, and for sure, I'm glad that they are. But it makes me really appreciate that I still have them around, at least to talk to them on the phone. Now, I know that so many don't have that. Uh, It also has me thinking about all of my relationships, though. Now, it takes both parties to keep a friendship going, but with family, they'll be family forever regardless, right? Now, (laughs) that doesn't mean you necessarily have a relationship with them just because they're family. I have family members that I love, but we don't have a relationship. And this happens for many reasons, but I didn't think it would happen in my family, and it did. My sister is in the same religion that I grew up in. Now, this religion holds a pretty tight rein on the congregation through um, different ways, but I haven't been part of it for 20 years or so. I have several members that are still part of this religion. Now, my younger sister is a bit extreme, in my opinion only, in her beliefs. The religion, religion doesn't believe in having sort of casual interactions with those that are not part of the group. Now, we as a family have managed to get around that for about 20 years, which has been wonderful. And then one day, my sister in the last um, couple of years had lunch with me and just told me that she didn't want to be part of mine and my husband's life because we weren't suitable association for her children. You see, they teach that life outside of the religion is sort of miserable and unhappy, and we don't fit that description. So it's confusing for her kids. She wanted me to come back into the religion in order to be part of her life. And, you know, now I believe she's doing the best she can with what she's been given. I understand what she sees. And even though I disagree with her, I mean, I get it. Now, because of my strong relationship with myself and my husband and so many other friends and family, I was able to say to her that this is conditional love and I don't accept that in my life. I also told her that, She doesn't have to change a thing for me to love her, and that's always going to be the case. Now, I was hurt, and it changed the way I feel about her a little bit, but I'll always love her. I hold no resentment for her because resentment only hurts me if I have it. Nelson Mandela is quoted as saying, resentment is like drinking poison in hopes that it will kill your enemies. (laughs) That would be crazy, right? No, Who would do that? But have you ever held resentment for someone? It doesn't hurt them. It only hurts you. Now, it's easy to look at families from the outside and think everything's perfect, but just know that every family has something they're working on or recovering from or needing to create boundaries around. Speaking of boundaries, they're a good thing. (laughs) Let's say your dad drops by whenever he feels like it and doesn't even call in advance. You love him, but sometimes it's just maybe not a good time. You love him and he loves you, but he has no idea that his popping in bothers you. This could turn into a big case of resentment if you don't set boundaries. Telling him to call ahead may not feel good to him at the time you tell him, but festered resentment can be a lot worse. Now, this situation could happen with neighbors, friends, siblings, anybody. So think about the areas where maybe you've been harboring resentment and the person has no idea because you've never said anything to them or set boundaries of any kind. 
One of my favorite podcasters is Brooke Castillo. I think I've talked to her before, about her before. Um, She said recently, it only takes one person to make a relationship okay. Now, I wanted to argue with her. I wanted to disagree, and I thought about every way possible I could prove her wrong. But you know what? I couldn't. She's right. Think about it. If you have a strong relationship with yourself, and you have a firm belief in who you are, you would never let someone mistreat you, even if that someone is family. This is where the one-sided relationship comes into play. Setting boundaries for people is up to you. You're an adult, and you get to say what's appropriate in your life and what's not. And this is your responsibility as an adult. And it's the loving thing to do for both of you. And look, loving someone that has hurt you may seem hard, but you know what? Love is an act of giving. You go to relationships to give love, not to get love. Loving and expecting nothing in return will never feel bad. It's easy to love when someone is super lovable, but the definition of unconditional love is loving without limitations or conditions. And sometimes that means loving from afar, and that's okay. Relationships can be amazing, and just like design, they add color, texture, and variety to your life. Lean into the ones that bring you the most joy. This is certainly an important aspect of a truly wildly successful lifestyle. Okay, guys, I love you all, and I will talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together, and I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.